Hi. Yes, I just have one question. Do you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Hello? H Hello? 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 just hope everyone is having a beautiful day I'm having a good day I worked out because I'm trying to I'm trying to get on this pole I'm really trying to get on this pole I went to a um a pole dancing class months ago and that shit requires the strength of God's that is so hard so i am really just trying to focus on my health journey right now and building up a strong core strong arms so i can do all the flips and tricks because that shit is fun and ever since i was in high school i wanted to get on a pole so We'll see where that goes. I'm really excited. <laughs> so today, I just want to talk about my spiritual independence. Because like I said in, the, in my last episode, I was raised in the, raised in the Baptist church. Um, and, and my journey has just been has just changed drastically <laughs> um wow it's just like when you really sit down and reflect on it it's like I could not have imagined because let me tell you I was I was very much a participant in church I loved I love church. It was a place to to connect with God, to connect with my community, to connect with my family on such a deep and spiritual level. I have seen spirit move. I have seen possession. I have seen Oh my goodness, just so much. And knowing what I know now about African spirituality, I'm like, child, we was we was conjuring this whole time. <laughs> we was conjuring this whole time. Child. I mean, it was 
laying of hands. I was preaching. (laughs) I was dancing. I was singing. And when the spirit moved and moves through you, that is, it is an unexplainable feeling. And I'm forever grateful for the experiences that I've had at church because it was it was it was a place of prophecy it was a place of peace but you know white supremacy <laughs> i like to say white terrorism now really shaped some things that we did which i now see how it has um For instance, like making us and people believe that Christianity is the one and true religion. And that is just not true. There are many religions and truths in the world. And that's what I learned this past year. And... Christianity is known for demonizing African religious traditions. So that wasn't even in my mind to practice. But God and my ancestors was like, bitch. You about to go all the way left. We gonna get you ready. (laughs) But you about to go all the way left. I'm like, what in the world? I was like, no, no, this can't be for me. This can't be. This can't. The Lord, the Lord says, listen, if somebody says the Lord says, when you speak your truth, I want you to take a breath and say, I have discernment to walk away from this conversation right now because the Lord didn't tell you shit about me. <laughs> Let me, let's start there, okay? <laughs> so yeah, all this to say that colonization coming from enslaved Africans and picking up Christianity was just not everyone's everyone's birthright. You feel me? And my peoples were saying, this just ain't your birthright. You learned how to move with spirit you've learned how to communicate with god but there is there's some rituals there's some rituals that that you need in your life and that's when i i started to become more open 
to astrology to African spirituality, specifically hoodoo. Because now, if you would have told me <laughs> about four years ago that I would be practicing hoodoo, I would be like, I rebuke the devil. I rebuke the devil. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is wild. It is absolutely wild because you're so <laughs> scared to go to hell. Like, so much... So many things we hold ourselves back from was genuinely just because we believed hell existed. And and it's not like that was the only reason that people chose Christianity, but we a lot of us stopped ourselves from being ourselves, our true selves because of hell like I didn't realize how much that really stopped me you're like oh my god but let me tell you right now hell doesn't exist so do whatever the fuck you want (laughs) okay as long as it's healthy and ethical you're good babe do what you want (laughs) so yeah When I first started to question the church, it was going to college. That was the first time I was going to be away from my family for weeks upon end. And did I say that phrase right? I don't know. Um, But yeah, so this was like, this was like my independence. This was, this was okay. How do I continue specifically my spiritual journey away from my family and my home church? And because I was, like I said, I was heavily involved in the church and I just always had a connection with God ever since I was a kid. So it was important for me that I kept that going. But as I started to learn about all the types of oppression that there was in the world and how much that wasn't talked about in the church where it was supposed to be a place of healing, a a place to hold everyone. It just wasn't adding up. And I tried to ignore it for about a good year and a half. I went and, you know, I found another church in Lansing, which was beautiful, but there was just, sometimes you could get so caught up in spiritual, in your spiritual life that you don't take a step back and look at your material world. So when women are (laughs) taught to submit, taught to be humble and we're supposed to 
ignore how that coincides with oppression of women everywhere, that's an issue. That was an issue for me. Because I'm like, what is what is trying to save someone? What does that mean? Because right now it's just looking, okay, you're going to be oppressed in this space instead of being oppressed in the world. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be oppressed nowhere. Nowhere. Not a goddamn where. So, so why would I want that in my church? Ooh, child. And so as I was, as I was, you know, struggling with that, it just, it just kept becoming more apparent that this is something that the church is willing to ignore. And so I just had enough and it was really painful because if I didn't have nowhere to go spiritually, of course, I, I believed in that the church can be found anywhere. The church is in me. But I needed mentors. I needed community. And I needed to trust the community in the church. And I wanted to trust that they would treat everyone, everyone, with love and care and compassion. And so I was working through my own internalized sexism and homophobia. And I was like, oh my God, we, we gotta shake shit up because this is, this is not, this is not what I thought it was. It was like my foundation literally fell from under me and I had to take a step back from participating in church and 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 my relationship with God I was like I don't know who you are anymore I wish I did. I wish that I find clarity in this, but I just need a break. Hi! If you want to help support me, please donate to my cash app at BR9121 or my PayPal at Muffin9090. And you can donate to my GoFundMe that I will put in the description. Hope you have a great day. Enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back! 
So yeah, as I was saying, it was just like racism was the only oppression that needed to be dealt with. And without looking at the systems as a whole, then you're not really gonna solve the root of the problem. So, and the church is not the only institution that should have been working towards liberation of all people, but it definitely had a liberal viewpoint. So, as I started to become more open to spirituality, I decided that I was going to leave my home church. And it was one of the hardest decisions I've ever made, but very necessary and very worth it. And there were just so many signs that were telling me, you gotta do, you gotta do this. I mean, I was on, I was just getting so many messages of, you got this, you got this, it's worth it. You need to do this for you. You cannot live for your parents. You cannot live for nobody else. To a certain extent, of course. But you know what I'm saying? And so I wrote this. I wrote this uh, letter to my parents because my dad is the pastor of the church. And I'm just gonna, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it for you. It reads, I didn't see myself in the church. I needed someone to see all of me. And it just looked like a bunch of rules I had to follow when I knew that it was so much more, causing me to feel that every time I accidentally cursed or asked a question, it was gonna bring condemnation for not following a rule. But I've come to the realization that God is big enough for my questions. And when you're ready to hear the answers, he'll give them to you. And I have never studied more about the Bible than I have now. I'm learning from the book itself and the history surrounding it because I just couldn't deny the oppression of black people, women, poor people, LGBTQ plus people, and many others anymore. I believe you see God in other literature as well because of course, when you meet him, you'd write about him or express him in a way just like we do now. The church has not recognized these things for me, but instead pointed at people who are oppressed by the same evil institutions we are oppressed by. For example, it never made sense to me why the church condemned LGBTQ plus people when they are the ones being beaten, jailed, and killed. It was confusing to know the church where it's supposed to be a safe space for all people is not because honestly we do not listen, but ask people to follow rules in hopes that they'll get to heaven. But I believe that as you do too, that God meant it when he said he'd accept all of me. And with that, I don't have to compartmentalize my blackness, femininity, body expression or whatever. But in fact, by not celebrating or exploring myself was a trick of the devil. And I am breaking those bondages 
and I felt true freedom for the first time. So I have to leave. And that was just one half of it. And (laughs) reading that again, That's hard. (laughs) Because I just knew that they were tired (laughs) and probably disappointed but I had to live my truth I have to live my truth and I don't regret it at all it was just very hard and conversations still need to be had to this day, but I just want to encourage anyone in the same position that there is a way out and that you are beautiful and amazing just the way you are. And you don't need to change that for anyone. And God doesn't want you to change for anyone. So just, so be encouraged. Surround yourself with the right people. Pray, go to your altar. Do what you need to do. Do what you know you're called to do. And trust that abundance is on the other side. Abundance, you have abundance. You have everything that you need right now. On on the church wall, it says, if you have the faith, God has the power. And it is something that I try to live by every single day. And that was a day that I really needed to hear that. Shit, I got it tattooed on my body (laughs) so I would remember. (laughs) Okay. You are worthy. There's nothing wrong with you. So where I am now I am and feel safe to be myself and protected and just a sense of freedom. Like I said in the letter 
I never felt so much freedom and I'm just thinking like wow like now you feel even more free like look at you like there was more freedom to come and that just gets me excited for the future <laughs> that really does because some things I just didn't even imagine Some things I didn't even imagine happened. And I'm just so blessed and grateful for. I took that leap of faith and baby, <laughs> I got a reward, okay? I got a testimony on today. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I am good. <sighs> you know, struggles are not completely gone. I still live in this white patriarchal capitalistic society. <laughs> but like I said, there is a way out. And now that I am tapping into more divination I can get clearer answers from my ancestors from from God from my spirit guides and I just feel like I'm moving in alignment with my destiny Because sometimes I can just see how I would be stuck back in the day. But they really have been knocking on my head <laughs> and saying, okay, we need you. We need you to move forward, whether it's your healing, whether it's of your business, whether it's of, you know, your health. Like, keeping the pace. They're just helping me keep the pace. And, yeah, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful, so happy to have had that spiritual independence and I hope that more and more of us my black folk we come to the sun we come to the we come to our roots they calling us they calling us you feel? <laughs> yeah. So I just want y'all to ask yourselves what do I need to do 
to live in my truth. And what is a small or big step I can take to do that? All right. Okay. I love you. I'm so proud of you. All right, bye.